Keep so going. Mick Darcy and I were at uh, Starbucks earlier today, and um, you know we wanted we wanted to get some coffee. We got back into the car. I ended up putting my coffee cup on top <laughs> of the car, right? Um, Which is funny because I saw you do this, but I didn't make note of it. And I, I was like, I, should I tell him? But I thought that you grabbed it before we got back in. See, the thing is, I, I thought I did too, and then I totally forgot about it. So we, right. you know, we ended up pulling out of the, out of the parking spot, and uh, lo and behold, the coffee cup is still up top, and I heard a weird noise. It sounded like a squirrel Dude, fell onto the car. <laughs> that's what I, I, I thought something broke out of my car, and I was, I was like, like, what is going on? I thought you like ran over a piece of plastic or something. Yeah, and then, and then, what, what'd you say again? I said, you no, you said what? Um, what was that? Yeah, and I said, "Oh, that's the coffee cup that you left on." And I was like, "No, that can't be it." And then all of a sudden, the coffee cup comes rolling down the windshield, spraying coffee all over the place. We all burst out into laughter, and I go, "No, it definitely is." <laughs> it was a straight up like Hallmark movie moment. Like you, like this is the stuff you only I, see in movies. I felt, I felt the sudden and uncontrollable urge to kiss you at that moment because. <laughs> Because of the Hallmark magic. Yeah, you know, honestly, if Darcy wasn't in the backseat, it, it would definitely would have. We definitely would have been making out uncontrollably. Yeah, and, it would have. And you know what? I think that that's really what happens on set in those Hallmark movies. Yeah, honestly, that, that's that's the whole. <laughs> they, they don't even script it. They yeah. just run. They just run it straight out the gate. <laughs> that's the whole. That's the whole ambiance of it all. You know. But anyways, um, so are we are we going to talk about this or or, or what? Um, Let's move on. Let's move on. I'm tired of this. I'm bored. Okay. I'm bored. Okay. Um, I am Mick. <laughs> I am not Chip. <laughs> I am Chip. He is not Chip. Yeah. I am Chip. So Chip here is, you're an EMT? Uh, no, I'm a nurse. You're a nurse. Okay. But you have, you have EMT training, right? That's okay. Just keep running. Who cares? Okay. Yeah. You have EMT training though, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So you, how do you... How does how does one go through your life path to get to this point? How do you in your career? How do you get there? Well, Mick, let me tell you real quick. <laughs> let, all right? me real quick. <laughs> let me let me tell you real he quick. He sits up. He goes, "Oh, I'm a professional at this." <laughs> let me tell you real quick. Okay, so it all started when I was born, right? And okay. that was the first mistake. Oh God. <laughs> so, but no, on a real note, hot. <laughs> on a real note, like in all honesty, you know, you just, uh, you know. You either him or you're not. You okay. Know? And so let me let me get you started because clearly you're floundering. Um, <laughs> when you when you started by joining the military, right? Yeah. Okay. So how do you? So you went into an office somewhere, I assume, and talked to a guy, and they're like, "You belong in the Air Force," because that's the branch of military you're in. Or did you not choose right out the gate? No. Um, honestly, I actually went to college first. I did two years of of, uh, of college at, at a four year university, brick and mortar. Really? Yeah. Um, Do you mind me asking what university? And if you don't want to release that information to the public, you can slap me across the face. Oh, no. By all means. Like, honestly, as much as I would love to slap you across the face, Mick, um, uh, I went to uh, you, you, the University of Florida, um, mm-hmm. the best best university in all of the United States. Better than Dartmouth? Uh, better than every all Ivy League. Ivy <laughs> better than every Ivy League university in the United States. I don't care. You can fight me for it. Like, okay. I do not care. Um, I didn't go to a traditional college. I went to a technical school, so I don't know what the best college is, but I think... Oh, no. It's not college. University. There's sorry, the university. Yeah. Right. There's a difference. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so um, I was going through that, and um, I was sort of on a fast track to get into med school, and I decided, you know what? I'm sort of bored, and I want a little, a little bit more in my life, you right. know? 
So I started looking at joining the military. My uh, my brother's in in the Marines, you know. So oh really? Yeah. See that I didn't know. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. So I was like, well, how long, how long has he been doing that for? Um, four or five, six years. I don't know. Some yeah, something some, like some number that you can count on one or two hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but at that point, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna. I, I wanted I wanted more in my life. I felt like I was. Right. I was getting really tired of the mundane factor of, right. you know, going to class, partying, you know, all this other stuff. Right. Um, so I went to, I first actually went to the Navy, yeah, um, and they never answered. So I went to the Army. They right. didn't answer either, and the Air Force was right there. So what you're saying in. is that nobody wanted you and the Air Force took you in out of pity? Yeah, even though my ASVAB <laughs> score was like like 96, which is like... Oh, the, that's incredible. Yeah. That's really good. You know, and the highest you can get is a 98. So I'm like, yeah. it didn't matter. Right. But, you know, I ended you're up... Like, going, you're too smart for the Army. We eat crayons here. <laughs> that's the Marines. <laughs> that's the Marines. You're right. Maybe I'm the one eating crayons. Um, <clears throat> all right. So that's that's how you got to this place. Yeah. Um, and you've been doing that ever since. When does your contract expire? Um, within the year. Within the year. Okay. Yeah. So you're, are you going to renew that or do you think you're going to get into the private sector? Oh yeah, no, no. I'm going to renew it. I want, like once I, once I made the active decision of joining the military, it's, right. it's going to be a career. Right. Okay. Um, well, I'm Mick. I'm not Chip. I was a little confused earlier. We off, offset. I called myself Chip like three or four times. Yeah. And I definitely <laughs> corrected you. <laughs> Keep going. But I'm Mick. Uh, I have a I have a technical degree in uh, systems engineering. Um, right now, I'm between jobs. I'm jobless. I'm a total loser, uh, and I don't deserve love or affection. Of uh, correction, you're my total loser. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that makes it any better. Um, I have been doing all sorts of technical stuff, just trying to figure out what I enjoy. I know that I want to stay in systems engineering uh, or something adjacent, but you know, I don't know yet. There's a lot of opportunity yeah. with systems engineering though, because it's like everyone needs someone who overlooks how every part works together. Mm -hmm. So there's like, there's so many opportunities. So I'm, I'm literally right now, I'm just jumping from job to job. I'm trying to get, um, I'm trying to start doing self-hosted website stuff. I've been programming since I was 11 years old. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to get into like self-hosting uh, and like talking to small businesses around here. Do we want to release where we are ish in the, because it's a big, it's a big place. It is. The world is a big place. The world is a big place, and you know, honestly, I don't really, I, I personally don't care. Like, okay. you can, you can try to find me, but I don't think, I don't <laughs> think it's gonna do, happen. I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't come knocking on our door. Do not come knocking on our door. We love you. Do not come knocking on our door. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we live in, we live in the San Antonio area. Uh, if anybody doesn't know where that is, it's in. Uh, Texas. Yeah, Southern Texas. The greatest country in of all the states here. Ooh, the greatest country of all the states. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're going to gloss over that. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So we're in San Antonio. There's a lot of small businesses around here that don't have an online presence. Mm -hmm. and so what I'm trying to do right now is get them that mm -hmm. um, through like a weird sort of subscription-based service. Um, anyway, do you have anything else that you want to say? Um, no, honestly, thanks for, uh, coming along with our ride and stuff like that. Um, I don't think we've actually introduced anything else about ourselves other than this. And, uh, Mick is doing something really fucking weird right now. I don't, what, Mick, what are you, what are How you doing? How dare you question me? Mick, first of all, Mick, can we start with this? How dare you? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Anyways. Um, but yeah, uh, San Antonio is a great, a great little area. 
Um, you know, I've, I've traveled around the world a couple of times. I've been to a couple of different places. Oh, I took a but the uh, the culture of San Antonio is is quite something. It's it's kind of arrogant. It's kind of I'm not gonna lie. I've met a lot of really bad drivers here. <laughs> yeah, and people people say Floridian drivers are bad. So right. I don't I don't know, but right. it is what it is. That reminds me of it's like that uh, one song. It was like I met a something something in the rain. Yeah, horse. Yeah, yeah. This is that song. Oh, is it that song? This is that song. Do you know the lyrics? Yeah, but I can't sing it because we're gonna copyright it. Oh, I probably right. actually shouldn't even be playing it. Let's try something <laughs> new. new. Plays the exact same. <laughs> I was like, that's the exact same chords. What are you doing, man? <laughs> So, okay, what are, what are we actually doing here? Do we want to tell the audience yet or not? Yeah, yeah, we can tell the audience. All right. Um, so, uh, this is 4 a.m. in the morning. It's a podcast started by me and my friend here. I am Mick. I am Chip. And we have our lovely audio rep, Darcy, uh, behind the headphones. We're two dudes that wanted to start a podcast, but uh, we have no prior experience. Nope. Um, so, we figured that we could share some of our sitcom-esque lifestyle with all of you. Uh, most podcasts have a theme. Our theme is just chaos at this point. We have no idea what we're doing. We're still trying to figure all that out. Uh, so enjoy the ride, sit back, and have fun with us at 4 a.m. in the morning. All right, let's um, <clears throat> let's get into our first segment. So we're not going to announce the segments every single time we do this podcast, but for the first episode, I think we should get people on the same page. Yeah, and you so, know, yeah. Can't, sometimes you can lead a horse to water. Yeah, and sometimes you can drown it there. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you're right, but it'll be easier with a handgun. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so this is the first segment. This is called Life is Easy. Um, so you guys, the audience members, you're going to give us some of your goofy life problems. We're not looking for serious stuff. Uh, we're looking for stuff like I keep finding golf balls in my backyard and we don't live near a golf range or my roommate leaves dried ketchup on the ketchup bottle and he recently got mad at me because I've started using them as garnish on his food. So if you guys have any uh, any weird life problems that you want to share with us, uh, let us know. Any disagreements, anything like that, uh, we'll do that. Um, so first one is uh, Why Do My Socks Keep Disappearing by Caitlin Johnson. You want to run that one? Uh, yeah. So, Caitlin, honestly, man, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I, I can't tell you how many pairs and packages of socks I bought. And I don't I don't buy that, like, really, really cheap pairs of socks, you know, like the Hanes and things like that. No, I'll be, I'll be buying, like, some straight up, straight up Adidas, like, freaking compression socks. socks. Sit back like, a little bit so we don't get this. I buy, I buy those, like, really expensive, like, Adidas compression socks. Right. Um, I just like how they feel on my feet. But for some reason, I don't my... I know what socks I wear. Let me my, check. Yeah. I wear Hanes. Yeah, you wear Hanes. Yeah. You wear Hanes. X X temp is that what that says? Yeah, because I cannot read that. <laughs> but yeah, um, just take your shoes off on set. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think I think I straight up think the dryer eats them. Like I I I think the dryers are okay, alive. So that's a theory. That's a theory. I grew up in a family, a large family. I won't tell you the exact number, but I grew up in a large family, and every now and then the dryer would break, and we would open it up to fix it, or mm-hmm. I would open it up to fix it. Not once have I found a pair of socks in there. No, not a single time. But now, see, I do know where your socks are going. Where I've been feeding them to you while you sleep. Oh, is that why I've been waking up with some dry ass mouth? Yeah, and also that's why you've been shitting with a dry ass because it wipes it as you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. 
This also explains why I've been shitting a lot more because you know I'm getting a lot of fiber. <laughs> You're a lot more fiber. Oh, yeah, I'm getting a lot system. more fiber in my system. Right, that makes this a lot of awful. sense. Hopefully, hopefully, Caitlin, that answers your question. Um, I wholeheartedly think it's the dryer eating your socks. Um, it's either that or if you have any pets, you know that could be that could be a thing too. So personally, I disagree, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, my friend always opens the chip bag upside down. They say it helps spread the seed. Wait, 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 wait. Upside down. Upside down. Right. From like the logo and everything. You can't read it. Yeah. Right. Um, which I think is a crime. I think that they should be put to You know what's, what's, what's even worse <laughs> of a crime? I've seen a, I, I, I straight up seen a person open a chip, like a chip bag sideways with scissors, like straight up. No, you like, have. No, I'm That's not kidding. A lot. This is. That's a lot. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. That this is, is horrible. Is that you? I said jail. <laughs> Darcy, like, Darcy just Darcy straight up said jail. Goes jail. Jail time. Jail time for that person. Um, yeah, no. Um, well, let's let's continue, hear, please. Let's hear out their argument. Yeah. They say that it spreads the seasoning around because it falls to the bottom of the bag. And this one is from Calvin McDonald. So, I, you, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Seriously, first of all, what is wrong with you? Can't you just like shake the bag if you really think it's that big of a deal? That's what I thought. But like, if you ever opened a bag of Doritos and like, Ben, there's not enough seasoning on this Dorito. Yeah. I have never done that. So, it depends on the Dorito. So, like, for Cool Ranch Doritos, sometimes they'd be really skipping on it, man. Really? They really do. They really do. I have never opened a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Have you, Darcy? She's shrugging at me. She's saying no. Yeah. I've never opened a bag of Doritos and been like, you know what? This bag of Doritos needs more. Uh, I've never done that. I've been I've been there a couple of times. But like, what what about a bag of Cheetos? Like, how do like how does that change up the game? But Cheetos have so much air in them. Like, yeah. so they're just sucking that shit up from the moment they're on the production line. Yeah. How do you even make a Cheeto? Think about that. Like a puffed Cheeto. Think about that. Uh, I would assume it's just like. Uh, fucking how you make rice crackers. How do you make rice crackers? Um, so what you do is you just, you cook rice, right? Okay. And then you just dehydrate the rice. And it expands. Yeah. And then that's what you use for a rice cracker. Do you put it in a vacuum or do you just... Um, you can, you can, there's actual like dehydrators you can use and things like that. Like an air dehydrator. Yeah. Yeah, the ones that blow that. And then that's what, uh, that's how people make rice crackers. That is weird. Can we make those? No, one day. One day? One day. Yeah, okay. So, but did we even answer his, his question? Like, I did. I think that they should go to jail. I think <laughs> your friend deserves jail time or a death sentence. Um, I'm normally against martial law, but I think that if enough people start doing this, we need to call the military in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as a as an active member in the military community, um, I think your friend is isn't right. Like that's that just seems stupid to me. I'm not even going to lie to you. But okay. I was against it at first. I've thought about it a little bit. I've thought about I'm switching up. I think that for some like generic brand chips, I think that there's some merit to that because I do get to the bottom of the bag on those and see a bunch of seasoning and I'm like, what name is it? Name it. Name a generic brand. Clancy's. You ever had what Clancy's? What the hell is Clancy's? <laughs> it's not made up. Uh, this Darcy slander needs to end. <laughs> Clancy's Clancy's is a brand of chips. I believe that you can get it at Aldi's. Aldi's is not in Texas, I don't think. Aldi's started as a German place, I think, as like a German grocery store. It basically the gimmick with Aldi's is that you there aren't any like shopping cart pushers, and they keep that their their staff to like a very minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And the way that you get a shopping cart is you have to put a quarter literally in the shopping cart. And mm-hmm. then whenever you pull it out of the rack, that it locks the quarter in place. Yeah. And then to put the shopping cart back, to get your quarter back, you have to put the shopping cart back and hook it back up to the line of shopping carts. And mm-hmm. then it pushes your quarter back out. So I know he just said everything about that, but as soon as he mentioned Aldi's, the only thing that came into my mind was one of my exes who worked at Aldi's. She was a, she's a, currently a so manager. So you know about Aldi's? I do know about Aldi's, oh, right? Okay. She She is... Really sexy. I'm not even going to lie to you. Oh I'm not even going to lie to you. Really sexy. Is, um, it, is it the Aldi's uniform that does it for you? No, it's a blonde hair, blue eyes. Is that, that, that <laughs> you, are, you are Hitler levels of racist right now. <laughs> but anyways, she, uh, yeah, um, she, she swears by Aldi's, honestly. And, I love like, it. During man. a whole relationship, it. she just kept talking about I it. I love Aldi's. Aldi's is cheap. It's got yeah. good quality stuff. They have like baked... Because they don't make them at the store, obviously. Like, it's not like they have a bakery. Yeah. But, like, they bake them off-site and then they ship them in. Yeah. Which, I mean... So, you're ba- basically getting back to the topic. Um, so, generic... Clancy's, Clancy's sometimes, I will see a lot of the seasoning at the bottom of the bag. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I wish that more of this was on the chip. I do. Because you can't eat that shit, like, straight. Mm-hmm. That will literally pucker your lips <laughs> like you do not like that raw seasoning without the base it, it's like it's like swallowing cinnamon it's not great it's mm. not a good experience okay well hopefully again like I said uh, earlier Calvin hopefully we answered your question um, we probably did it but hey you know you're you're in for the ride so. you know what if we didn't Calvin leave stop coming back I don't want you here <laughs> Darcy's like, no, 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 off in the background. Mick is a little aggressive. I get it, but it's cool. But we're gonna we're gonna move on. Me personally, I hate everyone named Calvin. Oof. <laughs> Sorry about that, Calvin. We're gonna move on. So the uh, next one we got is uh, I keep losing a Jenga and I want to get better, but I don't know how. And that's from uh, Jessica Fanley. Um, yeah. First, first things first, Jessica. I can't trust you. My first fiance's name was Jessica, so no offense. You know, I know you probably didn't have a choice in that name. But I have never met in my entire life a nice Jessica. I'm going to completely ignore your question, and I, we're just going to talk about Jessicas for a minute. <laughs> I have never met a nice Jessica in my entire life. So my first fiance, she was, she's extremely nice. She is super toxic, but extremely nice. <laughs> How did those two things coalesce in your brain? <laughs> Darcy's over here trying to do the math. <laughs> Darcy's like counting on her fingers. <laughs> yeah. How does that work? Okay. So, Oh, it doesn't is what I'm hearing. No, 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 because that right there, that was what? Two seconds of dead air. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. For, for real, for real. Like, okay. So she's, <laughs> She's super nice to, like, everyone around her and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, while we were together, she was super nice to me. Right. Right. But um, the the levels of trust that she had was very toxic, right? So, so she, she would, just didn't trust you? Yeah. No, she didn't trust any, any of her previous relationships. So, like, I would always keep my phone unlocked for her whenever she came around. Uh. And mind you, mind you, like, I was super whipped, right? Um... I was, I was super whipped, so um, I just let it happen, right? Because, again, you know, I was young. I wanted... Uh, yeah, that you don't have that experience. Yeah, you but that one, what you deserve. At that point, you know, I wanted to marry that that woman, right? So, right. Um, you know, she was, at one point, the world to me. So, yeah. um, I hear you. 
you know, and that's where her toxicity came from. Yeah, your first fiance was also the love of my life. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, so I'm glad it sounds about right because uh, we Darcy, ended up... Was she the love of your life as well? No. She's, she's shaking her head no. Uh, uh, we ended up breaking up because she cheated on me, so she was the love of many people's lives. I've noticed. I, she was the love of many people's I've noticed that people who have trust issues in their relationships are most often projecting because they're willing to do the things that they're afraid of you doing. Yeah. I've noticed that. Yeah. So anyways, back to the question. We're we'll uh, skipping the question. I hate no, Jessica's. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, Jessica, here's, Jenga. Here's, the, here's the tip I got for you on Jenga, okay, right? When you're done, I've got a game plan for her. So when you're, when, you're, when you're pulling out the block, right, feel, feel how the tower's leaning, right? And you can, you can move the block. You can tip the block up a little bit mm-hmm. to balance out the, the weight of the tower itself so you can pull the block out, right? That's a secret move. Not a lot of people know about it because they don't see it, but you, you'll you feel it when you're when you're pulling the block out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, We're getting some top-tier Jenga tips here. It, it, dude, honestly, I am a fucking pro at Jenga. Like, really? Catch me outside. We can play <laughs> we can, we can play. There is Jenga. There is Jenga right there. Are we going to play Jenga? Oh, right after this? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right I will this. destroy you in the next podcast. We'll talk about how bad you are at Jenga. <laughs> oh, no. See, the thing is... <laughs> see, 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 oh, no. See, Mick... Mick Mick's going to have to go to the ER after I finish him in Jenga. Right, so. because once I beat you, you're going to be so mad that you're going to try to kill me. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. He's clearly delusional. Here's my here's my tip for you, Jessica. Um, you're going to want to start by getting a degree in surgery, at which point you'll be able to attenuate your ability to keep your hands still. You're really going to develop your, your smooth muscles, and at that point, you'll be good at Jenga. And it's only going to take 8 to 12 years. <laughs> He's not wrong, but the fees the it's not feasible. What are you talking about? It's not feasible. I'm setting Jessica up with a lifelong career and the ability to crush people at Jenga. Yeah. What are you talking about? Pushing blocks a certain way? Hey, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe she can do it, right? Maybe she can do it. So. All right. <clears throat> Michael Andrews says, My roommate keeps leaving dried ketchup. <laughs> This is so funny to me. My roommate keeps leaving dried ketchup on the bottle. I've started using them as garnish in his food. Am I in the wrong? No, and here's why. Okay. <laughs> here's why, right? So I've deployed a couple of times, right? Like we've already established I'm in the military, yada, yada, all that. Other stress, right? Are you about to tell me that when you get deployed, they give you bottles of ketchup? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. I've been to, I've been to a couple of villages while uh, um, on my escapades exca- out there, right? And yeah. I've seen the disparity between like first world nations, and, well, first world countries, third world countries, right? Right. And um, you know things that I've thought that wasn't great for me, like a chocolate bar out of an MRE packet, and I would give that to uh, the kids that I would see, they would love it, right? right. So I just see it as this, right? That's resourceful, right? You're not wasting <laughs> not, food. So you're looking at the utility of yeah, using that ketchup is, chips as I would, I would never have ever thought of that. That is resourceful as fuck. That is disgusting. That is disgusting. But resourceful. Okay, but have you, Michael, 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 have you had a conversation with your roommate about his ketchup chip-itis? Is this something that you've talked to him about? Because I think that that changes the game entirely. Like, if you haven't come to him and been like, hey, this annoys me. Can you start cleaning off the top of the bottle? You're just being a dick. 
Like you're you're communicating your problem in the worst way possible. And I, I I would agree with that, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. So let this is this is the solution for you, Michael. If you have talked to him about it, you're in the right. If you haven't, you're in the wrong. Can we agree on that? Yeah, but I will also still say <laughs> it is resourceful. It's super resourceful. And I can agree with you there. I, get, I gotta give him points for that. <laughs> give him points for being resourceful. I gotta give him points for that. I would never have thought of that ever. <laughs> Ketchup is one of the cheapest condiments, but Michael, you're out here doing the Lord's work and not wasting food. Yeah, honestly, good for you, Michael. Keep it up. All right. Daryl Fisk says, I make stories about people around me. Does that make me creepy? Hell no. Daryl Fisk, let me tell you right now, I do the same shit. <laughs> do you really? I do the same shit. I had an ex who would keep like a journal and it was just like a bunch of prompts like in the thing. And we would go to like public places and answer the prompts because mm-hmm. they were often about like just people watching. Yeah. Um, and so she would like give me the journal and she'd be like, okay, you do this guy over here. And then I would like write something. And so like one of the prompts was... Uh, tell a story. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was basically like tell a story about a, a weirdly dressed stranger. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is the only time I've done that. Mm. I do it all the time when I'm in public. I actually, in fact, I do it with you guys. You guys don't see it, but I do it. Is this like day. an entertainment thing for you or is it like, a, yeah. Are um, you practicing? Are you practicing to like be better at creative writing or what? Like, what's no. So, um, it's, it's a, it's a two parter, right? So uh, the first part is just, uh, again, in the military, you have this thing called situational awareness, right? So you want to be able to keep an oh. eye on everyone that's around you, okay. regardless of what, what threat or non-threat they may be, right? right? So um, not to completely and utterly militarize my life, even though, you know, it's part of my life and I have to accept it, right. you know, um, I've gone to the point where um, I, make, I make it into a fun thing. Right. right. It's so a game. It's a game. Right. So I, I take note of what's around me and who's around me. Right. Mm-hmm. And then after I do that and I make that, that, that threat assessment, you know, um, I move into the game of like, oh, you know, what could they be doing here today? Right. You know, and I start making up funny little backstories. You know, so it's just to like practice being aware of the individuals in your immediate space. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's exactly what it is. So you've gamified this chore that you have. Yeah, and it, it's something I have to do like everywhere I go, and I have no. I, I, that I literally really cool. can't fight it. That is really cool because, like, I I don't know. I, I have ADD, so like doing something that I know I should be doing is really difficult for me. So I have to gamify things and like give myself points and stuff for like and reward myself for like doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting that we're like doing the same thing for completely different reasons in completely different ways. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. But I don't do that when I'm like, you know, out in the field and stuff like that. Right. Because that's dangerous. You know, I don't want to, you know, humanize uh, any of the enemy combatants that I may or may not see. Right. You know. Yeah. Because... Heaven forbid we humanize those humans. Yeah, well, you know, some, sometimes sometimes humanizing things can dull your senses. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, it's okay to objectify people as long as you want to kill them. <laughs> Who said I was killing them? I've never said that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, so, have you seen anything weird this week? Has anything weird happened to you this week? you notice anything funny? Um, well, we already talked about the Hallmark moment that happened, right, the you know, coffee spilling the coffee spilling on, on my freaking front windshield. And you don't have good windshield wipers either. No, so. there she was trapped. <laughs> was sitting there for a minute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty bad, you know, 
Like, it was pretty bad. I'm not even going to lie to you. I love how there was a trash can, like, 10 feet away from you, but you elected to put this spilled coffee cup in your own car. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, it's whatever, man. <laughs> like, at that point, I was already embarrassed as is, so I just kept, kept, kept right. it moving. Have you ever have you ever met, like, a really... We were all at the Turtle. This was last night. The The... Ooh, should I have said that? It's okay. Okay, yeah, we're at the Turtle. It's a local bar here. There are a lot of bars named the Turtle. I actually Googled it. There are a lot of bars named the Turtle. No, not that much. Uh, <laughs> we were at this. We were at this local bar called the Turtle. That that's in the San Antonio area. Yeah. And um, we we got a pool table. There's two pool tables in this in this bar, and we love to go there and play pool. You guys know this, obviously. Um, but we went there, and there was this guy. Um, on the table across from us. And he was probably the most intimidating man I've ever seen. Probably in like a year. You thought he was intimidating? He scared me a little with bit. With the black shirt? Yeah, with the black shirt. The really buff, the really buff. He was kind of tall. I, th- I feel like Darcy and I are on the same page here. Like, really? I've literally had my life threatened. So no one here in, in San Antonio can scare me. Like I don't that. think it's like intimidating, intimidating. I think it's like intimidating as in like, I don't know this guy. And he I could have been at pool. Right. That's Maybe that's what I'm intimidated by because I have a history of playing pool. He's so, like, if I'm bad at it and they look at me, they're like, oh, this guy's bad at pool. But in reality, I'm going okay. That's okay. the thing. For me personally, it's not um, if I want to earn their respect, then that's where, that's where the intimidation factor comes into play. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, and um, if I find a girl attractive enough. Right, so like that when we were playing pool with that one girl, right? Um, I'm going to omit her name to give her privacy. Give her a fake name. Give her a fake name. Um, we're going to call her <laughs> Jessica. We'll call her... <laughs> How many Jessicas are in? <laughs> oh, Brittany. Brittany. Brittany is an awful name. Yeah, I was going to say Roxy or Roxanne. That is worse. <laughs> Roxanne. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to call her Juliet. So Juliet. Like okay, and you're Romeo, I assume. No, God no. <laughs> God no, Juliet's way out of my league, man. Like it's not even funny how. Like, is this the one that you said was a good pool player? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I beat her. She was having Juliet was having a bad day. <laughs> Juliet was having uh, a bad career <laughs> at pool. Apparently, <laughs> I'm telling you, if you if you run it back with Juliet, she'll whoop her ass. Okay. So, anyways, um, when I, I know you set this up. So you, <laughs> no. <laughs> so anyways, anyways. So I remember you pulled me off to the side because Julia and I were playing. It was a one on one, you know. And um, you were like, you were like, you good, man? I was like, dude, I'm I'm actually intimidated because I find Juliet very attractive. You know, she's she's a super chill person, right? Um, you know, you do realize that if Juliet uh, listens to this, she will know exactly who you're talking about, right? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. It doesn't bother me. That's oh, okay. fine. So she knows this. Uh, she doesn't know it yet. Oh. Yeah. So instead of telling her in person, we're going to tell her through the podcast. No, no. I don't think she will even listen to this podcast. Okay. If I'm being honest with Fair you. Enough. You know, but it is what it is. Yeah, that is true. So what it were we talking about here? I can agree to that. Oh, stories. Yeah. Uh-huh. Weird things that have happened to you this week. Yeah. I, I can't think of, besides that one guy, being the nicest man that I've just, like, the nicest guy that I've just spoken he to. He was a cool he dude. He was very polite. He, he was, was like, a cool dude. He was like, yeah. I totally messed up his shot on one of the things, just like grabbing balls out of the out of the table, and he he was like he was very polite. He oh. was very nice. Oh, um, it's okay. We're in a public space. 
It'll happen. So Darcy, Darcy's over here. She's our sound. She's our sound rep, right? There's, we're in a public space. There, you may or may not hear music. Doors closing, things like that. People talking. In the People background. talking in the background. I, I, I kind of like the ambience. I I can't recognize the music. I can't recognize the music. Do you know what song that is? Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll keep talking. We'll like Darcy's like guys. We gotta make sure that none of this music gets into the recording. <laughs> um, so um, something weird that happened to me, to me this week. Um, it's not really weird. It's more like an act of stupidity. Um, so I actually <laughs> I actually got my laptop in. Right. I got a new new like gaming you a, laptop. You got a Vivo book now, I think. Yeah, it's actually really nice. Um, it is a good laptop. It's kind of goofy looking. It really is. It, it really looks deep. childish. So anyways, I got Which in you wouldn't expect for a six hundred dollar computer or sixteen hundred dollar computer. I got was I got, it was it nineteen hundred? Yeah, it was nineteen over the like, tax and everything. Plus tax, it was like two thousand one hundred. Yeah. So I got it in, right, and I was opening up. <laughs> Darcy's gagging at the amount of money you spent on this laptop. <laughs> Anyways, I opened up the box, right, and I used my trauma shears. And on my trauma shears, it's like, I have pretty fancy trauma shears. Mm-hmm. Not to brag, but bragging. Tra- trauma shears. Those are the scissors that EMTs use to rip clothing. Not just like EMTs. Just any medical professional? Yeah. Okay. Except for if you're a med admin, you won't have trauma. So what are these like serrated steel or something like that? Um, they're, it's heavy duty. Um, they can cut through basically everything. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, can they, and cut, it through, has, can they cut through stuff like Kevlar? Um, pretty positive. It, well, not through like, I don't know. I haven't tried. When I was working, I was working at this metal manufacturing company and our, we got company supplied uniforms and they were Kevlar lined. Like mm-hmm. you had to have a Kevlar lined shirt and Kevlar lined pants. Yeah. So I'm wondering, can Kevlar be cut easily? Cause I know that it's good against blunt force, like bullets and stuff, but is it like, I don't can know. you cut through Kevlar? We can look at that. We can look we'll look at that, that up later. later. We'll yeah. get back to you guys. So anyways, on the trauma shears, they have a seatbelt cutter, <clears throat> right? And I, I was using the seatbelt cutter to cut open a, uh, like a little part of the tape that's oh. on the box. Is this when you cut your mm-hmm. finger? So this is when I cut my finger, right? So oh. I'm a dumbass. I was holding the box. <laughs> I was holding the box, right? And I proceeded to cut it towards my finger. Yeah. I, I literally said before I did it, I was like, man, this ain't going to cut my finger. I'll be fine. And it proceeds <laughs> literally a second later, cut my finger. All right, slice my finger open. I was like, ah, oh, shit, oh, fuck. So I proceeds to go. <laughs> he said it just like that, too. He cut his finger. Ah, shit, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I proceeded to go get some band-aids, right? It's a, a band-aid is basically a pressure dressing. So I proceeded to get that, right? Um, at the end of the day, it was still bleeding. I, I could t- took the band-aid off. So I went to one of my colleagues, and um, she's a wound nurse, by the way. Right. So um, So this is her field. Yeah, this is her field. Right. Right. So she put a steri strip, which is basically just a, a, a sterilized strip that can... Um, Hold a piece of skin to another skin so your your body can naturally heal, um, and then we wrapped a mepiplex, which is also a like a glorified uh, band aid, but it has a lot of uh, has like very, a lot of cushioning and stuff like that. And as far as I'm aware, that didn't work. Uh, no, because I still kept bleeding the next day, so we ended up using silver nitrate on it and cauterized it so it wouldn't um, wouldn't bleed anymore. Right, right, and that's a cold cauterization. Yes, yeah, yes. How does that work? The, Do you know how that works? Like, just the chemical, how freezing something can cauterize it. Because I know, like, when you burn, when you cauterize with, like, a hot surface, mm-hmm. it's because you're literally melting the, those parts of your body together. 
So I don't know for sure how it works. Um, I know that it when it comes to skin to skin contact, um, you know that's when it when that's when it uh, it happens. So silver nitrate is used for like warts. It's used for um, sort of skin blemishes. Um, honestly, depending on how bad the pimple is, pimples, um, bleeding, <clears throat> a lot of bleeding. Um, but it's only for like minor cuts and things like that. If it's a deep bleed, you won't use silver nitrate like that. Right. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm getting you. So it's not like penetrative. It's not going to go below the surface. It just yeah, sits wherever you put yeah, it. Yeah. So, um, and is this like a liquid or is it like a nope, paste? It's, uh, it's, it's a chemical that's, it's usually on a, like a cotton tipped applicator. Okay. Um, so in short terms, a cotton swab. Right. Um, a Q-tip. A Q-tip. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's already, it's, it's already infused with it. And then all you have to do is apply it to directly, directly to the area that's affected. Right. Um, if anybody's used like compound W for like a wart, the basically, it's almost basically the same thing. So for using different chemical. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, so instead of like freezing, nitrogen. Is, is that over the counter? You can get that over the counter. Yeah. You can get compound W over the counter. Interesting. So, Do you know what's in compound W? Nitrogen. Nit- it's just liquid nitrogen. Pretty positive. Yeah. In a bottle. Yeah. So That's you can crazy. again that you use a uh, they use that and then <clears> it's it's a applicator another applicator that you can uh, yeah. place, place. I on have top. seen those before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a cotton applicator. Mm-hmm. It's like a little pad at the end, and mm-hmm. you just squeeze the stuff out of the bottle. It goes into the cotton applicator, and it touches your skin. Yeah. So I cut my finger open um, this week like a dumbass, um, and. I thought, you know, this week was ending with me, you know, being smart and stuff like that. Nope. And then I proceed to put my coffee cup on top of my car and then drive away. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, do you still have your finger wrapped up? Yes, I do. Wow. How long are you going to have that for? Until it heals over? Uh, yeah. We're going to keep... Because uh, uh, right now it's still within the disinfection period. So, mm-hmm. we're going to keep it wrapped up. Um, I'm probably going to get it checked out again on Monday mm-hmm. and see where I can go from there. Right. Interesting. That is really interesting. Silver nitrate, what is that? You said that that just comes, does it just come in a sleeve? Like you just pull the cotton swab out and it's... So it's, um, they're in in their own individual packets. Oh, okay. Right, so... That's a lot of plastic waste. Welcome to the military. (laughs) Jesus. Welcome to the medical field. Actually, yeah, that's better. That's a better... Welcome to the medical field. Welcome to the medical field. That's because you have to, especially when you're doing that to, for cauterization... You have to make sure each and every swab itself is sterilized. sterilized, Right. Yeah. So if you open a package, you don't want to be able Mm -hmm. to like pick something out and leave Mm -hmm. some of yourself in it. Exactly. I get it. Yep. Everything has to be sterilized. Mm -hmm. Um, Was that the group chat? Yeah, it was the group chat. What it is? Who said what? Uh, It's Morgan. Oh, I wonder what he has to say. Lunch with the baby. And it's a video of him eating lunch with a the, literal, a literal baby. baby. Wow, he's actually he's at, he's actually at a really nice restaurant. Actually, Do you I, know what that place is? Yeah, it's actually down by the Pearl. What is it called? Uh, down on Grayson. It's called what? Down on Grayson. Down on Grayson. That's yeah. the name of the restaurant. Yes, it's See, on I Grayson. I thought you were Street. telling me it was on the road, Grayson. It's, oh, so it's on Grayson. So the Street. name of the restaurant is a descriptor of its location. Yeah. Wow. Down on Grayson. That's creative. Yeah. I wonder how they came up with that one. <laughs> so anyways um where, where are we at again we keep keep being lost we keep jumping around we really do yeah. uh let me see let me take a little look see 
I think that we're at question of the day. Question of the day. Question what of the what day. is our question of the day? I want to. I, I know that we have some stuff written down. I want to ignore all of that for a moment. Okay. I want to talk about the whole thing that happened just so that we can put ourselves in time. I want to talk about the whole thing that happened with Elon Musk and Twitter. All right. So if you guys don't know, Elon Musk bought Twitter. And then he turned around and said that the verification checkmark no longer means that you are who you say you are. Instead, it means that you have paid for a subscription to Twitter premium or to Twitter blue, I think they call it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like... Darcy, you were telling me earlier, how much, how much was it? It's like eight bucks a month or yeah, yeah, around $8 a month. So people have been buying these check marks and pretending to be companies that they're not. And then they will like tweet random things, right? So there's a company that manufactures insulin, which should be free. Obviously everyone knows insulin should be free. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was, it was a, it was a public sphere. You know, it was a, it was a joint effort to create all of that. In the public sphere, it was never privatized. The man who created it gave it away to be given away for free. And then a company bought it and they privatized it. And now it's really, really expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so someone bought their, made a Twitter handle that was very similar to theirs and then bought the blue check mark. And they said, uh, by the way, guys, insulin is now free. And apparently a whole bunch of investors, a whole bunch of business people saw that and their stock price plummeted. The actual business's stock price plummeted some like $2 billion, two or $3 billion. And so the question I want answered is, should Twitter be held responsible for that? Or just negating the fact, pretend it's a, a, like an ethical company, not selling insulin at exorbitant prices. Pretend it's just an ethical company. Should Twitter be held responsible for that stock loss? Should Elon Musk be held responsible for that stock loss? Or do you think that it is in the company's responsibility to maintain their image to a place where another private company or someone privately tweeting shouldn't be able to affect that? Um, I think, I personally think it falls on the individual who's doing this. So you think the, they should be held legally responsible yeah, for because the loss of this stuff? It's, it, it's impersonation. You know? Huh. It's impersonation. You're, like, I know, I, I don't, I, okay. As, as somebody, no, you may, I'm not disagreeing. You may be onto something here. Yeah, I'm just thinking about it. Like as someone that, who is medical in the, mil, in the military, right? You know, I've, I've done done courses and things like that to talk about American law and all this other uh, other garbage. And it's not my forte by no means, you know. But um, I'm pretty positive um, it could count as impersonation, even though it's your impersonating company. Okay, here's how I see it. Twitter is kind of like a public billboard, mm-hmm. right? You go on there, you can post whatever you want. Yeah. Twitter's decision to verify certain posts was their own. So if you go to a public space, a billboard, and you just put a poster up on that on that billboard, mm-hmm. so long as you're not inciting violence or crime, you're. I think you're kind of in the clear. Like the billboard is not responsible for anything that has happened. You are not responsible so long as you unintentionally have an incited violence. I think his act is an act of, of satire. Yeah. So I think that that should fall under your First Amendment right, your freedom of speech, because it's an act of satire. You're, you're, I don't think that it should be seen as impersonation because Twitter is a billboard. You just, you, or not billboard, sorry, bulletin board is the mm-hmm. word that I'm looking for. You just post things to it. Um, I think that it's Twitter's problem whenever they say that you can buy verification because historically that has meant that you in the eyes of Twitter are seen as the legitimate individual that you are claiming to be. 
So I think, I don't think that Elon Musk should be held personally responsible. I don't think that this poster should be held personally responsible. The person that tweeted this should be held personally responsible. But I think that Twitter itself, you know, even then though, because if you put up a bulletin board and people post things to it, are you responsible for the things that get posted to it? Like, no. should you have to manage it? So I don't think, I don't think it's anyone's fault. I think that this, this company should just have to deal with that loss. I think that your business image, your, your relationship with your investors should be good enough that some random person on Twitter shouldn't be able to ruin all of that. So, um, I agree with you to a certain point. Um, mainly because again, there's, there still needs to be some sort of accountability along the lines of like, if people can get away with it, people can get away with it and then they'll continue getting away with it. Right. Right. And then they can drag people's names through the mud by doing so. I don't know. I think this has become an example. I think that what they're doing and you know what, maybe in my brain, it's also because there's like a little bit of social justice going on here. There's a little bit of economic justice going on here because selling insulin at you know, extreme markups, that's just a bad thing to do. People can die because you're doing that. No, yeah. It's the same thing that happened to Nestle. Someone else bought a check mark for the name Nestle. Yeah. And then they said that they were selling water back at, to the customer that they stole from the customer at an extreme markup, mm-hmm. which is true. Nestle does that. Um, and so like, I don't know. I think in my brain, it's like, yeah, these businesses are kind of getting what they deserve because we're not targeting like small businesses. No one's going out and pretending to be a small ethical but business. See, the thing is like that's yeah, it's it's great that we're starting off in a, in a good light. In I guess in my brain, it's it's a form of protest. It in is my f- brain, it's a form of digital protest and should be covered under the First Amendment. Right? No, it is. It, it could be a form of digital protest. However, once you when a movement starts. It can start in good light, right? Right. And um, the easiest way to explain this is more along the lines of like if I set a time for my 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 coworkers to show up, right? Let's say um, I want them to show up at um, eight fifteen, right? right? But I give them leeway, which is the buying the check mark, right? You give think them leeway. Eventually, they'll start slipping out of your bracket and into their own thing. Yeah. So if I give them leeway to for eight thirty you know, sooner or later they'll start pushing to 845 and then they'll convince, they'll like get together. We'll talk about it, but okay, fine. 830. And then from 830, they'll push to nine. Right. Right. So it's starting out good, but if somebody gets pissed off with, with a, with somebody else, right. They can completely, uh, you know, defame them and, uh, you know, impersonate them as their, as them themselves. Maybe this is a good thing though, because I don't think that we should be using Twitter as a place for legitimate politics. I don't think that we should be using Twitter as a place for legitimate business. But I'm not, I'm not talking on big scale. I'm talking about like, um, impressionable high school teenagers. Right. So they use that, they use Twitter daily. Yeah, I know. And so being on Twitter as a teenager that means that businesses should not be using this as a place for business because teenagers have access to this. Teenagers are going to do what teenagers are going to do. Like, no, they don't he, think. They exactly. But I'm, I'm, like, I'm not, again, I'm not talking about all that, like the grand scheme of things. I'm talking about. Um, is that our friend? Oh, it is. Oh, cool. I'm talking we saw, about. We just saw one of our friends walking by. Uh, anyway, I, I'm talking about how, you know, like on smaller scales, people can use it against each other. And then ultimately, probably ruin other people's lives. I, I and then that, that, I that point, that if we, they should be held accountable. I think okay, yes. If you ruin an individual's life 
because of posts that you are making on Twitter as them. Yes, I think that that's a bad thing. But I think that the act of nullifying Twitter as a responsible place to do business, I think that's a good thing. I think that this shows what, what we're seeing right now is that private companies like Twitter, like Facebook, Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, um, Snapchat, all of those, I think that we're seeing the ramifications of using those as places of business mm-hmm. because they shouldn't be used as that. So right now what I'm saying is that if you are on Twitter and you make or manufacture some product and then you sell it at a markup, right, which is just business, that's just normal business. I think that if you use Twitter as a place to announce the changes for your business to the point where someone can impersonate you and change things about your business or lower your stock option value or lower all this other stuff, I think that that's your fault because you're using a bulletin board, what Twitter is, you're using a bulletin board as a place to do legitimate business and that was never the intention. It was just a place to communicate with people. I think that if you go ahead and you assert your position on Twitter as one that is reasonable and responsible, I think that's your fault. That's like going to iFunny and being like, I'm going to make all of my business happen on iFunny. Like, no, no one's going to take you seriously. Right now, what we're seeing is the ramifications of that decision. Um, honestly, I feel like we should put a pin in this. Um, you know, we can we can discuss this further uh, on a on a different on a different uh, episode. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's I hit. Let's hit some of the. Let's hit some of some the questions of the, of the day. The less, the yeah. less serious questions of the day. All right. Colored hair or or standard, just natural colored hair. What do you find more attractive? Um. So, it goes based off. Of <laughs> Darcy's this. smiling. Darcy's gonna like this one. <laughs> it goes based off of this for me, right? So, um, number one is always gonna be blondes for me. <laughs> oh my god! You know, so and, even like bleach blondes. Yeah, like platinum blonde, bleach blondes, blondes, blondes in general, dirty blondes. Yeah, I'm all for it. Right. Um, you know, so and then from there, um, I would say colored hair is next. Really? Yeah. So you're, you're natural blondes, bleach blondes, just any blonde. Yeah. And then colored hair and then everything else. Yeah. So like brunettes, red, brunettes and redheads go like hand in hand. You were talking about purple hair last night. Yeah. Purple hair is beautiful. I think purple purple hair is sexy, honestly. Um, (laughs) You know, not like that, like the neon purple. I'm talking about like that dark. See, this is weird for me because I I don't really I don't feel like maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong, but I personally don't feel like I have a type. I feel like I just kind of like I get to know somebody. If I like their personality, then they start becoming attractive to me. Mm-hmm. Like I can see somebody from a distance and be like, yeah, that person's physically attractive, but there is no emotional value there, emotional accreditation until, mm-hmm. is that a word? Accreditation? There is no emotional, emotional attachment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There is no emotional attachment until I have determined that I like them as an individual. And I, I feel you on that. So like, for it, me, like it's, color it's of surface hair, level. Yeah. For me, color of hair doesn't really matter until I get to know you. And then I find your hair color attractive because of who you are. Uh, no, mine is more surface level. Like, oh, I see. Uh, like if I, if there was a, if, let's say there was just like four women in a room, right? It, you had a ginger, you had a brunette, you had blonde, and then you had like, I don't know, red hair. Like, or, or like black hair or whatever. Yeah, so I kind of use that word, right? Darcy just handed me your phone. Accreditation, the action or process of officially recognizing someone as having a peculiar stat or a particular status 
or being qualified to perform a particular activity or an acknowledgement of a person's responsibility for or achieving or achievement of something. Thanks, Darcy. Thank you, Darcy. What an angel. Honestly. Um, <laughs> a true queen. Honestly, yeah. Our queen. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, Just to make it even more personal and weird. <laughs> if, if I had to choose, right... And if I just saw the hair and they're all styled the exact same way, okay. all the same length. So wait, are you, do you believe that hairstyle or hair color is more important? Hairstyle is more important than hair really? color. So, so how much more important? Like someone at the bottom of your hair color chain, like the, your least favorite hair color, they have the best hairstyle out of all of them. They will trump everything else. Really? Mm-hmm. What's the hairstyle? What is the hairstyle? Oof, that's it's a, a bob. <laughs> it is not a bob. It's I, a straight hair. It, it is just straight hair. It is not a bob. No, um, and this is uh, this is going to show you how basic I am. Um, I really like long hair. Right? Of course, I like long hair. Right. Um, it can it can be mid back. It can be shoulder. It could be like just past your shoulders. Right. Um, but I like a little bit of curl. And I like it, the hair to um, naturally fall in front of one of your eyes. Right. Okay. So yeah. you like um, very basic, almost emo. Emo. No, style. not like, not like, but like it's not at, covering, but yeah, falling, partially. falling partially. Right. Um, I also like bangs, but I like the I like two strings, two two pieces of hair falling down in front of your face. Right. Not like the full on like forehead bang, you know. Um, I think bangs are cute. Um, Seems like it for me. I don't have an opinion because yeah. I don't. Wolf cuts in the legs. Wolf cut. Okay, I do have an opinion. Yeah. What's wolf, a wolf cuts, cut? Wolf cuts are really solid. Of course. Let's let's let Darcy explain it. Well, I can't really explain it. You guys can't. Wolf I cuts. Can show, I can show. Is wolf it like, kind of hard to explain? Is it, is it like the it's part of the head shaped? It's like feathered and layered, it's and layered. the top it's of it, the top of it is shorter, and then it goes. The bottom of it goes down. But since it's and layered, you don't see the transition. You might actually like a little bit because it has like curtain bangs. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a good one. This is a good one. Darcy's showing us a picture right now. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's solid. That's oh, solid. Oh, yeah, that's really solid. New kink. Do you think that that's because? Do you guys think that that's attractive because it's in trend, or do you think it's attractive because a lot of people individually decided it's been attractive? I think it's I think it's attractive because I I personally like I personally like uh, well yeah, but we're kind of going back to seventies as far as style is concerned. I really do too. I want. I want a mullet. I've got really curly like, hair. I want to get that. I want to get that really curly. Yeah, you, I would die first before I get a mullet. So, okay. not, not, not. Yeah. You know what? Why don't you do it right now? Yeah, you know <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I'm he just lays over. Yeah, heart attack. But yeah, no. Personally, for me, I think that uh, the hair style is more important than the hair color. Yeah. Because um, you can hey, have, real quick. What time are we at? Um, just at the top of the bar. It's we've been we're at fifty four minutes right now. Fifty four minutes. Do you want to cut it at around an hour, or do you want to just keep going? Uh, and see how long we'll, it goes? we'll keep going. Okay, that's Let's cool. That's cool. You know, um, personally for me, I think the hair the haircut matters more than the hair color. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I can agree to that. So, so even with green hair. Yeah. Okay. If you style it right, you know, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Hmm. You just gotta style it right. What if it's vomit green? You stop. I've I've seen pictures online that 
people have styled it very, very nicely. So right. you just got to style it right, man. You got to rock it. You know, something that I'm not against that mm. I think a lot of people are washed out hair colors. Like you've dyed your hair. It's been a couple months and it's kind of like bleeding out. Mm. I'm totally okay with that. Okay. I don't have anything against that. Oh, by all means. Do we have any other ones? Um, no, let's just go straight into prompt training. I think an hour is a good place to cut it. Okay. I think an hour so, is a good place uh, to cut it. Yeah. Do you want to explain what, what this, what this section is? So you guys are going to give us prompts that we will then act out just before the end of the podcast. So at the very, the very, very end of the podcast, we're going to get a prompt that, that we will then act out instantaneously without any practice or training. Cause neither of us, as far as I'm aware, neither of us have done any acting or anything like that, right? Oh, no. Absolutely not. Okay, no, I used to bully those kids. So, here, oh, God. Okay, so here's the first prompt. You fall into despair as you realize potatoes aren't a vegetable. And this is from Sarah Matthews. So, I'll be a, I'll be a cashier. I'll be a cashier. So, I'm just... Boop. You find everything all right today? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, boop. just trying to get some produce and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want to make some like uh, gratin, you know, tonight. You know? Oh, what is that? Uh, so it's a, it's a potato, right? So you thin, uh, you thin slice potatoes. Oh, really? Yeah. And then you just put it in. I love potatoes. They're so versatile. It's my favorite vegetable, I think. Did you say vegetable? Yeah. My favorite vegetable. You might want to sit down for this. Oh, God. Oh, don't tell me. Potatoes aren't vegetables, buddy. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Hey, hey, it's okay. Listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, my items per minute is going down. I got to boop. <laughs> boop. <laughs> it's okay. Listen, 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 listen. No, all my life, man. My whole life. I thought potatoes were a vegetable. No, no, they're not vegetables. What are they? You know, they're actually part of the squash family. Oh, God. Yeah. Squash? No, they're actually I part of the squash, squash. family. squash. Yeah. They're all in the same group. Yeah, so, and recent studies shown that squashes also aren't vegetables. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, they're... What's the point of life? I... What's the point of life? You know, I think you're really taking it really hard. It's just... <laughs> it's a potato, my dog. It's my whole life. I just thought, you know, that it was a vegetable. Are you from the Midwest? Like, I didn't think potatoes were this this is popular. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm from Idaho. Oh. Don't you understand? Now that I'm wrong, Idaho. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're Daho, but you don't, you don't have to keep telling me that. Well, 